factions I'm uh, going to be fighting over in uh, Horizon over in Japan on uh, June 2nd, and I'm here with uh, We Are uh, Horizon Podcast. Hey everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin, and I'm joined by a very special guest today. With us, we have all the way from Saginaw, Michigan, he fights out of the Scorpion fighting system. We've got Tim S. Troop, who will be fighting Ersan Yamamoto at Rising 16 in Kobe. Uh, Tim, I appreciate you really doing this interview. I uh, Thank you for your time. Thank you, I appreciate you having me. It's quite the honor. Uh, so, can we just uh, talk a little bit about about yourself, uh, how you got into MMA, and uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself for people who not, may not be familiar with you. Yeah, um, I'm uh, obviously from Saginaw, a little small town up here in uh, Michigan, and uh, what got me in MMA was, uh, I've done judo for a long time, and I had a friend ask me, how good is your judo? And I was con- like, oh, what do you mean? You know, I've done good at this tournament. I've won at this national tournament. I've done good at this tournament. And um, so they're like, well, no, how good would it do in a real fight? And I was like, I have no idea. I've never been to a fight before. <laughs> so uh, they're like, well, how, what would you do in a cage? I'm like, I don't know. So we'll, let's go find out. And so I talked with uh, a promoter, Big John MMA here in Michigan, and they got me a fight, and I got hooked. So, I mean, it, it's just been, you know, quite the experience ever since. So, I've been, you know, I've been doing it for probably about eight years now. Mm. And you've been a, a pro for about uh, three years. Uh, 2016 was your first fu- first pro right, fight, if I'm correct, right? That That's correct. Okay. Um, so, uh, what are you, were you initially just a judo, we just trained in judo, and then you transitioned yeah. to MMA? Yep, I was... Uh, basically just straight judo um i was a brown belt in judo and then i thought i could do well with just my judo and then as i found out in mma there's all these well-rounded people and there's other aspects to the game so i've been trying to learn as much as possible i've been doing jujitsu uh i've done boxing i've done muay thai i've done taekwondo um always constantly cross-training trying to grab as much information as possible and to better myself as a martial artist so what would you say is the hardest martial arts that you've had to learn so far and what is the easiest uh that you've had uh, that when it comes to adapting to the uh mma uh mma uh type of fighting i would say the striking was probably my hardest um, because I, I love to grapple. I love to get in close, and I love to grapple with people. So having to 
uh, stand back and use my striking, uh, that's probably been my hardest aspect, you know, to grasp, because I'd say I constantly always wanted to come in and clinch and go for it to throw and stuff. So now, you know, just use my hands and use my legs is a different aspect. Uh, what about the hardest? Um, is is there anything that uh, about MMA that you found hard or uh, that was difficult to adapt to? Mm. Not, I mean, I guess like not really. I mean, like for MMA, uh, I guess like some of it is like just like having like more of it, you know, the jiu-jitsu is, you know, not uh, pulling guard all the time. That was kind of a harder thing to, you know, to establish, not wanting to do that all the time. Because mm-hmm. when you're used to sports jiu-jitsu and judo, you pull guard. Well, in MMA, you're not really, you're not safe there. You know, because they can come down and punch you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I managed to watch a few of your fights. Uh, you have a 4-1 and one record. And one thing I've noticed about your record is that you have three finishes. Three of your four fights you finish in round two. Uh, how, uh, is that something that just... How does that happen where you just, you've just you gotten all of your, uh, all of your finishes uh, in round two? Is that just something that just happens or is that something that you plan for? That's... Just kind of something that's been happening. Uh, as an uh, amateur, uh, most of my fights were done and over within the first minute in the first round, so they didn't last long. So then, as a pro, you know you're going with different guys and better guys, and it just came down to who had more heart, you know, in those other rounds. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but. Oh, so, so I was going to ask you. Can you tell me about the Scorpion fighting system? I'm not too familiar with that. Uh, with that uh, fight team. Uh, how long has it been around? Um, are there any other uh, fighters that that fight out there that other people may know of? Yeah, just tell us a little bit about uh, the uh, Scorpion fighting system. Yeah, Scorpion fight system. They have uh, James Gray is their head coach there. They have John Chalbeck as one, their boxing coach. Brian Panazio as one of their other jiu-jitsu coaches. And Max Ivanov as uh, their Muay Thai coach. Uh, and they've been around for quite some time here in Michigan. And it's honestly one of the best gyms that I've ever been to and that I've trained at. And I feel like it's family um, to me. So I always enjoy being there. And I've been there for probably about six years now. So, uh, What makes it like, an exceptional gym uh, in your eyes? Uh, I would say like the people there. I, you know, everybody's pretty cool there. We all get along. We're like family. Uh, my coaches are always willing to go that extra mile for you at all times. And I've never had that at any other gyms. You know, some of the other gyms, it's, the coaches are like, well, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? And these guys, it's the other way around where it's, what can I do for you? Mm. And that's what I needed. Um, like, now names out of there, they have uh, ABC. They have Amanda Bobby Cooper, who fights in the UFC. Um, then you have Josh Parisian, who was on the number one contender and was just on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Zach Shaw. They have um, Taylor Moore, who's getting ready to make his Bellator uh, debut uh, next week. So, and then uh, we've had other uh, UFC fighters pop in there and uh, do a lot of their fight camps there. Mm. So, uh, what fighters? Uh, who are your favorite fighters, and are there any fighters that have inspired you uh, as an MMA fighter? Uh, 
think that out of MMA fighters who inspired me was John McDessie. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was always the little guy in his weight class and stuff like that, and he's short. So for that, and I'm a little guy, so to see that, that was always like, okay, that's cool. If the little guy can come up there and do that, I can do that. Uh, Demetrius Johnson, his uh, humbleness is what inspires me and what I like to see. I like seeing how humble he is, and that's the kind of person I want to be. I want people to sit there and like, you know, Tim's a humble guy. You never hear anything bad about him. Like with some of the guys, you know, you hear the trash talk and the drama and you don't hear that with Demetrius Johnson. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. Mm-hmm. How about with uh, Japanese MMA? Did you ever watch Pride or Dream or any uh, other promotions out of uh, Japan? I watched some of their Pride. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, do you think, what do you think of Pride? It's a different beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's definitely a different beast than what you're used to seeing. You know, when you can soccer punch somebody in the face and you know stuff like that. It's it changes the game. Mhm. So I gotta ask you. So with Ryzen, uh, tell us about how you how they got in contact with you about this fight with uh, Arison Yamamoto. Um. Well, when they were doing this, like I've been looking to get outside of Michigan and getting you know outside of the U.S. And uh, my coach was putting out feelers and see, and then uh, they got a hold of James uh, last week about it. Because I was almost had a fight in Russia, and that fight kind of fell through. And then Risen got a hold of me and got a hold of James and said, Hey, do you guys want uh, Tim to fight him? And I was like, Yeah, of course I want to. You know, it's, it's a chance to get my name out there. It's a chance to do something with my life. Mm. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, was, uh, in Russia, was that the, um, was it uh, AKB, I think? Is that the name of the promotion? Um, yes. Okay, yes, that was it. Yeah, they they're, they're they're getting a lot of international fighters for their um for their promotion. So I'll just I'll just figure it's probably it was that that promotion. But uh, with uh with Ryzen, so uh, I'm uh have you ever seen a Ryzen show before or a Ryzen match before? Yes, I've seen a couple of them. What do you think about uh, the about the promotion? I like it. It's a really well run uh, promotion. Uh, fighting a a ring is a little bit different than what I'm used to, but. I'll make my adjustments, um, but yeah, I, I like what they do. Um, so yeah, actually talk about, so well, are you familiar with your opponent at all, Arison Yamamoto? Uh, a little bit. I've been watching some of his films and stuff like that, trying to grasp what he does. Um, you know, obviously with him being more of a uh, wrestling background with a uh, Greco, uh, it's honestly no, really no different than uh, like a no-ski judo match for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it would be interesting to see how it works between the two of us. But I also train with guys who are pure wrestlers. Mm. Um, so uh, what is what what is your impression of him at, as a fighter? He's tough. <laughs> you know? So he's had some tough fights. Um, don't take him lightly and don't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. So I would I gotta make sure my I'm on point with everything. So I'm I'm curious to know. So right, before this fight that comes up, you have fought only in Michigan. Is that correct? Correct. So now you are going to be going across the world to Japan at the Co- at Kobe uh, World Hall, I believe it is, which houses about 
16,000, 17,000 people. How does it feel to be going from uh, so, uh, where you've been fighting now to something like this? Going from like uh, probably like hundreds of people watching a fight to uh, over ten, possibly over 10,000 people watching a fight. And on also on ja possibly on Japanese television as well. It's going to be an adrenaline rush. <laughs> it's going to be a, definitely a big adrenaline rush. Um, so, I, but I, I know I'll do okay. I'm not exactly 100% even worried about that, but I'll make that adjustment. Mm. You know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be like any other fight, and that's the way I got to treat it. So, you know, I, and obviously there's going to be a lot more people, but, you know, this is my chance to show the world what I got. So, and not gonna risk that, so I'm gonna do whatever I can. Um, have you ever been to Japan before? No, <laughs> not yet. So this is gonna be a, a, a little bit of a culture shock for me. <laughs> uh, so uh, you mentioned before about also this is gonna be in a ring, and I I think you probably only fought in a cage. Um, Correct. So now what's how is that? Are you training any differently uh, with that? Uh, with that. Regarding that uh, as well? Yes, I have been uh, trying to do more stuff in a boxing ring. So that way, because obviously you have ropes instead of a cage. So like when you shoot, you know, you could possibly fall out yeah. <laughs> or something. You know, and watch your step. so I've been trying to do more stuff like that instead of using the cage to my advantage. So, you know, because so with the cage, I can pin somebody up against there and uh, get the takedown where this... I really don't have that option unless I get him into a corner and possibly use it. Mm -hmm. um, so, and uh, what about training? Uh, how are you preparing for your fight against Arison right now? Uh, are you are you going up against trying to have more sparring partners that are more wrestling based, or uh, what? Can you talk a little bit about your uh, training methods uh, right now? Um, my thing is like within a, I go to within a, any opponent. Obviously, I try to work mostly on, like, with defending his wrestling and stuff like that, but then I also make sure I'm hitting every aspect of the game. So, because you never know. He might have been holding back with his striking, so I got to prepare for that he might be a fabulous striker. So I got to get ready for that. I get ready for he might have some sick jiu-jitsu that he hasn't shown yet, so I, so I always make sure I prepare for the unknown. Mm. Well, one of the things I can tell you about him as a fighter is that his grappling is not his grappling defense is not as 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 pronounced. He has been submitted, I believe, at least twice in a in a rising ring, and um, the 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 only other one, I, the only other loss, I think, was a knockout, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I know that his grappling is not is not uh, is probably not as good as yours. Um, so I mean, is what, what knowing that though? Would you then uh, try to focus on also on uh, trying to get that fight to the ground and maybe trying to submit him that way? Um, or is uh, is there any way that you're looking to uh, to finish this fight as quickly as possible? If it goes to the ground, I feel comfortable enough with my abilities that I know I can sub him. You know, I've uh, traveled all over the country and I've trained with some of the top guys in the country. In jiu -jitsu. So, I, yeah, I, I feel very comfortable on my back if I have to. I, I feel very comfortable on the ground, period. Um, but then with striking, I know I could, if I wanted to, I probably I could stand up with him. 
mm-hmm. he came to that. So I, like I said, I'm ready for every aspect to go with it. Actually, I wanted to correct myself. He it was three losses by submission in a rising ring, uh, not two. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, but, but, uh, I, I just, do you have any plans while, do, I, I know it's a little bit early now, it's almost a month towards the actual show, but do you have any, since it'll be your first time in Japan, do you have any plans for what you're going to do there, uh, during your free time, or have you planned that out at all, or thought about it even? Nope, I, I haven't even had a chance to really think about that, uh, my main focus is really the fight, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, yeah, if I get to do extras, that's cool, but right now is geared towards the fight. And uh, can you talk about about your status of Rise? I'm just, uh, do you have any more fights lined up, or is this a one-fight deal? Is there anything you could talk about that? Um, right now, uh, this is you know just the one fight so far, and hopefully, you know, after I win, that they sign me. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. And uh, so, if you do, if you do win, um, and they do sign you, is there anybody in Ryzen who you particularly would like to fight? Whoever they throw at me, <laughs> I'm just. I don't have anybody in particular. I just. What my main thing is, like my coach says, the sooner you fight, that's what I want. That's what I'm gonna fight. I'll fight whoever my coach tells me to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Um, and so just, uh, I'm also curious to know a little bit about, about your, uh, when you're not fighting, what, what do you like to do when you're not fighting when or I'm training for a fight? Fighting, you... Um, I'm like the biggest geek ever. <laughs> so, um, I do a lot of nerd stuff. Um, I play like Warhammer 40k. I play with my computer. I spend a lot of time with my daughter. Uh, I have full custody of my daughter. So her and I, you know, we go fishing together, hunting. Uh, we play paintball together, um, so that's a lot of my time spending with her. My girlfriend, uh, her and I train a little bit together uh, when we, you know, but most of the time we're hanging out doing stuff, so living an outdoor life, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do when I'm not training. Other sports, kind of, but a good hunk of the time, I'm in the gym. That's mostly my life. <laughs> It's so funny how you bring up hunting, because also uh, there's another uh, fighter from Michigan, uh, Darren Cruikshank. He's also a big hunter as well. Yes. So, so is this a Michigan thing? Do Michigan people like to uh, hunt a lot? Yeah, we hunt a lot, and we uh, like to kill things. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> it's a passion up here. If you're, you, know, uh, you can tell you're from Michigan when your uh, vehicle is camel. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So... Uh, um, so yeah, you said you're also into geek stuff. So uh, Warhammer, actually, there's funny that you bring that up. There's actually another MMA fighter who's into Warhammer, and that's Josh Barnett. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> and so, like, are you? That's is that a tabletop game? If I'm correct. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a war strategy game, and I've been doing it since I was in high school, and I got my daughter playing it. We go to tournaments all over, uh, because it's just a nice relaxing thing, and it's a, it sharpens your mind. Because it's a war game, and you never know. Like, there's one minute that you're doing awesome, and then the next minute, crap's happening, and you got to stay focused. And that's just like for fighting, the, you know, in the cage when you're fighting. You know, one minute you're winning, and the next minute, oh crap, I'm get, I'm losing, and you got to learn how to keep calm. And that's why I, I love playing that. So, are you into any other tabletop games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons or Yu-Gi-Oh or anything of that sort? Uh, I used to uh, be in D&D back in the day. Um, I, I play a little bit of the Star Wars uh, D&D version. 
from time to time when I get a chance. Um, not really, I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. I used to play Magic all the time when I was younger. Mm. So, so when, but, with D&D, were you chaotic neutral, uh, lawful good? What was your uh, your status? I, I was chaotic neutral. I, I kind of liked that. That was my thing. Uh, I liked being that weird person, like uh, one of the games... I was uh, a little midget guy, and I had, you know, I thought I was kind of like uh, Tyrion from, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Game of Thrones. You know, I was always having, I was just a little guy and having big guys do all my stuff. And then the, another game, I was like pretending I was an old man and just going around stabbing everybody in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. So, are you a Game of Thrones fan also? Uh, my girlfriend got me into that. I was a big Walking Dead person, and then she's like, "You gotta watch this. You love this stuff." And I'm like, "I do, but I've never seen this. I've watched like uh, Spartacus, and absolutely love Spartacus. You know, that was always one of my favorite shows to watch. And then just got into Game of Thrones just recently. I actually just started watching Spartacus myself. I just finished season one. Um, it was the I think it was the first. Uh, what do you call it? The first duel. Between Spartacus and oh, I'm trying to forget his name. There's something. It might be. I'm. There's so many characters in that show. So many characters in that show. Probably Crispus. Um, because actually, a coworker of mine got me into that show, and um, yeah, it's actually I think it's a great show. Uh, yeah, re- very, very, very foul mouth and violent, but nonetheless, a very still a very good show. So are you, do you happen to be also into video games, or are you just into tabletop? Uh... I am into the video games as well. Um, big, I like first-person shooters. Uh, depending on who I'm playing with, if I'm playing with my daughter, I can't play with her because she kicks my butt. So I, <laughs> I don't like playing with her. Um, I like fighter games, Street Fighters, Mortal Kombat, uh, Tekken. love playing those. Uh, big Madden fan, love playing. I've been playing Madden since, like, 98. <laughs> so. Oh, is, um, have you played the recent Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat 11? Not yet. I have. I've been trying to. I just each time I turn around, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go buy it. I always see another game. I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta get this, <laughs> and then I go get that first. <laughs> so I'm, it sounds like since you were in the first person shooters, you probably were into Call of Duty at some point. Yes, really big into Call of Duty. Unless I'm playing with my daughter, and then I can't play with it because I get really upset because she kicks my butt. Mm. Uh, I used to be, uh, what was that, uh, what is it, uh, Doom when that was back, you mm. know, and the thing, um, but yeah, I used to play a lot of those. No, you, you said you were playing back in, uh, back in, uh, what was it, 98 you were playing, uh, which game was it again? Madden. I Mad- even have, for the Sega Genesis, Madden 98. <laughs> so, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am 36. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, a little, I'm a little seasoned. Um, like, then that, it's like MMA wasn't big, that big when uh, I started getting into it. Uh, and, because I was like, uh, I was 27 when 
MMA first was starting to come about and UFC was starting to get big. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a late bloomer, but it's really nice because, like, I haven't stopped. I love it, and it feels good when I can keep up or I'm smoking these younger guys. Because mm-hmm. some of these younger guys, they think that, oh, well, I'm young, he's old, that they're just going to come up and smoke me, and they're going to out-muscle me and stuff, where as I've gotten older, I don't fight harder, I fight smarter. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, like, a lot of people ask me what's my philosophy on fighting, and I tell them I'm the laziest fighter you'll ever find. I don't want to work hard when I'm fighting. I like to get the win quick and done over with, but I don't want to kill myself. Mm-hmm. The process, so I'm gonna do whatever I can get the fight. You know, that's why I say I love the judo and jiu-jitsu because like with the judo, when anybody tries to outmuscle me, and I've gone with Olympic uh, and college wrestlers where I send them for a ride, and then I sub them quick because they think, oh, he's little, I'm just gonna outmuscle him, and that's not what happens. They get thrown, and then next thing you know, I'm on the back, or I got him in an armbar, or a heel hook, or something like that. And, I, that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're 36, why don't you just double check on Urson's age? I believe Urson is, he is 22. So he's, you're, you almost are, uh, uh, you're over 10 years older than, almost 15. Uh, yeah. So again, so the age thing, you don't, that will not, you don't think that will be a factor at all in, in, in your match coming up? Uh, in no. fact, you think that, you think that your age will be actually probably a positive factor? I think, honestly, it's a positive factor because if you even look at some of the guys in the UFC, uh, the older they got, the better they got because we're not making those stupid, risky stuff. We're not, uh, you know, going like hardcore, like, oh, I got to get this quick knockout super quick and going crazy where it's controlling the pace, controlling the fight and fighting at a smarter pace. You know, like, you know, you watch some of George St. Pierre's uh, earlier fights, you know, it would be kind of a little chaotic a little bit, but then as he gotten older, you saw him evolve and fight smarter. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like I'm honestly a better fighter now at my age than I was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's a, that's a, actually amazing because, uh, yeah, you know, a, a lot of people tend to, you know, with the, if, uh, an older fighter, they tend to look down on them. But then, you know, you got people like Daniel Cormier and you got um, – Trying to think of uh, other people. I know there's a few fighters in the UFC who are Russian who are much older, and you know they they're they're smoking those younger guys as well. Um, so yeah, you know that's a and as a 32 year old uh, who's also into MMA, it's always good to know that there's a uh, as someone who's uh, who's in the same age range who's you know being a successful MMA fighter out there. Well, yeah, well who was it? There was a guy uh, I can't remember his name. His name just is uh, slipping me right now, but he just turned 40. And this was like uh, a couple months ago. He won by making his uh, UFC debut. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I cannot think of his name, but yeah, he was forty. Yeah, I can't think of his name too. I mean, the only the only other forty year old besides Daniel Cormier that I know of on the UFC roster is uh, Yoel Romero um, uh, in the middleweight division. but uh, oh well, you know that's uh, that's quite amazing. You, you've been doing it for you know you're a late boomer, but you you're you practice you're you practice feel like a veteran at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But uh, that's basically all the questions that I have, Tim. I want to give you an opportunity in case Arison ever listens to this audio. He actually does speak English. He actually, uh, I know for a fact, does uh, speak fluent English because he did train in wrestling uh, when he came over to the United States when he was, a, I think he was a teenager or uh, much younger. But if you ever listen to this audio, I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, to, to say whatever you want to or about him. The floor is yours. Um, I'm just honored to fight him. I'm uh, not really big into the trash talk, <laughs> so, you know, it's an honor to go out there, and I hope, you know, actually, I don't hope, I know he and I are going to put on a good show, so, and if it goes well, shoot, maybe if it, we'll have a rematch, if, you know, if it's long, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, plug your team, your sponsors, and your social media, where people can reach out uh, and follow you. Um, yeah, you can follow me on uh, my Facebook, at Timothy S. Truth. Uh, my Instagram at T-A, uh, and my last name, S-Truth, and Instagram. Um, and, you know, I got my uh, Edge family out here in Saginaw Midland. Uh, I have my SFS family down in Brighton. I want to say thank you to all my coaches, James Gray, uh, John Chalbeck, uh, Max Ivanoff. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything, and, yeah. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, uh, I... I, I... I presume that the fight will be on Fight TV, just like every other Ryzen show, though it hasn't been officially announced, but I'll presume it will be on Fight TV for everybody outside Japan. And uh, it will be t- uh, one of the fights uh, featured uh, will be Tim Estruf versus Arasan Yamamoto in the Bantamweight division. And uh, Tim, uh, thank you so much for doing this interview. Good luck in your fight. And we definitely would love to talk to you again in the future, you know, especially if you have a long career of Ryzen. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great day now.